back, loyal listeners. Welcome, new listeners, to Runkle Recaps, How I Met Your Podcast. We're on Season 3, Episode 14, The Bracket. With me, as always, is the person who won a 64-bracket tournament to become my wife, Yes, Jen Runkle. Hi, Jen. Hey. It was quite the competition. <laughs> she actually wasn't even on the bracket. It was a real Cinderella story. Warms your heart. <laughs> All right. I don't really have anything, any preamble to this episode. I didn't really find any news to share or how about yourself? The only thing I came across this week is Kobe Smolder's real name. Are you no, aware I, of this? I am not aware. I don't even know how I came across it and I just put my phone on the charger so I don't have it. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, her name is Kobe, which is, you know, fairly unusual, but whatever. Um, apparently her given name is Jacoba. I don't even know if I'm saying that Jacoba. right. Or, yeah, Jacoba. <laughs> Isn't that like what Peterman's mom calls him as she's on her deathbed? Oh, I don't know. Or no, he calls himself and his mom, mother, it's me, Jacobo, or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. But it's, yeah, like a female version of Jacob. Okay. It's Canadian. Right. <laughs> you know. They do their own thing up there. That seems... So wait, her name's not really Kobe at all. That right. was completely made up. Well, it's like a nickname. Okay. But is Smolder's her last name? I think so. Okay. So I was just, I, you know, I, I was having a hard time with this first name. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to say this. Hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I love this episode. Yeah. This is one of the highlights of season three for me. For some reason, I thought I remembered liking it more than last week's Ten Sessions. But I think I like Ten Sessions a little more. Yeah. I enjoyed this whole episode. But, yeah, it wasn't quite as good as I remembered there's a couple bad jokes in it, more so than I... Th- I for some reason, I'm going to constantly compare it to last week's. As I we mean, go last through week this. was so good. It was so good, and I thought this was kind of same tier, but there was more misses on this one, but there was a few scenes that... You know, nothing lives up to the mustache stuff of last week, <laughs> right. but there was a few scenes where I felt like, okay, this is like top ten How I Met Your Mother moment. And Mm -hmm. we'll get to that. I'll tell you which one I was thinking of. Okay. We start off with narrator Ted talking about how when he was younger, him and Uncle Marshall were really into college basketball, which seems like a strange thing to say since we'd never see them watch it. We never see them watching sports. Yeah, it's very convenient for this episode. Yeah. And never mentioned again. They tend to do this quite a bit, obviously, is, you know, have a single episode. You know how I like this? Right. And then we never see it again. That's okay. There's, they have enough through lines and callbacks mm-hmm. that they don't have to get every single one of them right. But they are especially big fans during March Madness, which is like me. I don't watch a second of college basketball. And then when March Madness comes on, I find a pool to enter for money. And then I do like three hours of online research to make my picks. I There's... Few things I care about less than college basketball. <laughs> I think if you entered a pool, you might actually find it somewhat interesting. Have you ever entered a March Madness pool? I don't remember. I used to do like football pools back a few jobs ago. I don't know if I ever did the March Madness one because I clearly didn't know anything about anything. I especially like March Madness now that you can record the games. Although I guess unless we get it streamed on something we're paying uh, for now, I won't be able to do that this year. Or hmm. I'm not even sure if there is a March Madness. We this have year. ESPN. Oh, then I, then I could probably get some of the games. Yeah. 
But then by the time I'm mathematically eliminated from the pool, which is by the second round usually, <laughs> I go ahead and No, this watching. is the year. This is the year you're going to win. Well, we need a big blackboard. I mean, we really need that $100,000 in a duffel bag. <laughs> the, Robin wants to know why there's a giant blackboard there. And Ted explains that this year they're really organized. I'm going to just go ahead and say that they're super organized. <laughs> oh, by the way, just let me interrupt myself. Today I listened to Dak Shepard's podcast, and the guest was Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't keep count of the amount of times between all of them that they said the word super and the, word, the phrase, oh, 100%. <laughs> it was a madhouse. And I loved the interview because she's so great. But, mm-hmm. oh, it was just insanity. Well, I think listeners of our podcast will now get to do a shot because you brought up Armchair Expert yet again on our podcast. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> but, um, but, um, but, um. Yeah. Armchair Expert, Armchair Expert, Armchair Expert, Armchair Expert. <laughs> Although I, think, I feel like you've gone quite a bit without mentioning Turn it, it so. off. Stop drinking. <laughs> we can't. It's the rule. I'm sorry, I've gone a while, you said. Yeah, I think it's actually been a while since you've mentioned Dak Shepard. But I was saying that their theory is they've got a big blackboard, they did all their research this time, they're really excited, They there's a two-time joke, big board, big luck, kind of cute the way they say it together. Right, and we get a quick flashback of them. Oh, wait, before we get the flashback, we get... Lily noticing that the blackboard looks familiar. <laughs> right. Then we get the flashback. Go ahead. Right. So Marshall comes to Lily's school looking for her, and the only person there is the janitor. He's got flowers. Yeah. He's bringing flowers to his wife at school. <laughs> right. And the yeah, janitor points out it's Saturday and calls him a dumbass. And, um, I like how like he just leaves him in the room. Right. <laughs> like, this isn't suspicious at all. <laughs> Uh, the janitor leaves, and Ted sneaks in, and they swipe the board, and yeah, nobody m- notices. They just roll it down the streets of New York City. The music going is like sort of a Guy Ritchie movie type action <laughs> heist. sequence, heist, move, heist soundtrack. We're back in current time. Marshall shrugs off, oh, we just found it, no big deal. Explains that they're in a big money pool tournament for March Madness taking place out of Staten Island. Staten Island, isn't that where Barney's mom lives? Maybe she's in charge of this. Maybe. She is a part-time bookie. And the winner gets $100,000 stuffed in a duffel bag. And you get to keep the duffel bag. I didn't think that part was very very funny, although I like the way Marshall delivers it. Yeah, the delivery is what makes it. But I, it, it, it didn't save it for me. It wasn't horrible. Lily points out they lose every year, but this time they were meticulous in their... They watched every game. I don't think that's possible. He says, this year we watched every game. Every game of college basketball? Yeah, just not, that's not. (laughs) Obviously, he's using hyperbole, nevertheless. Then Barney busts in and says, your team lost 20 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know they were playing today. Now, this, it's so vague, it doesn't really make sense. Your team, he doesn't say which team. They don't play one game at a time. They usually start launch three games at a time. But isn't there one team that you pick to win the whole thing? Isn't that your team? That, and that could be what they mean. But oh, see, as a as a non March Madness person, that's what I assumed was meant. Like the person or the team that Ted had picked to win the whole thing was already eliminated. Now that you say that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, <laughs> I didn't read it that way because <laughs> on the first day of the tournament, you know, the half. I'm sorry, is it half? No, one fourth. Eighty three percent. 
I think half of the first round teams play on the first day. The other half play on the second day. The third day is the next round, first mm-hmm. half. And then Sunday is the second round, first half. And then they wait until Thursday to start the next round after that. So they, they'll start like three or four games at a time in different, you know, intervals. So when they said your team just lost, yeah, it makes sense what you just explained to me. But the whole time I'm thinking, what? There's, what, 32 games or whatever in the first round? Sometimes you just need an outsider to explain it to you. I, yeah, I, I like that line from Ted <laughs> as he's talking about how thoroughly it's been researched and then didn't even know this team was playing. Well, I mean, they're playing against the lowest seed team. Oh, well, that's assuming that he picked a first seed. Never mind. I walk that back. I'll show myself out. <laughs> Barney sits down, plops down in exasperation. Lily wants to know if he's okay, and Barney says something strange is going on. Then we get a series of places where Barney hits on women and... The type the, of women that he can pick up in said places. Or the, who he's playing as he goes to the place. But the first one is he was at a hardware store and Robin wants to know how do you, what girls are you picking up at a hardware store. Barney explains there are four, it turns out to be five women, single, recently single, recently divorced, lesbian who will let him watch, and then recently widowed, which is what he was talking to as we go to the flashback. He's offering, he's with a woman that's crying, he's offering to get her a sturdier ladder. It's being very, you know, shoulder to cry on. It's a nice, subtle joke there. <laughs> I missed it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I just got that. Wow. Very subtle, I guess. So slow. <laughs> I should have watched this episode with you. <laughs> I could have explained so much to you. I, I just didn't connect that he fell off a ladder. Wow. I don't know how you could That makes now. so much sense. <laughs> No wonder I didn't like this episode enough. <laughs> As he gets back with the new ladder, the woman slaps him. Then we go to a pet store. And Ted calls this one. Single girl, mid-twenties, looking for a canine replacement for the boyfriend who just dumped her. Turns out that was on Barney's blog, which Ted reads at work because he's really bored. And he has a good delivery of... I'm really bored at work. Right, because I, I can't remember if it's everybody or just Robin kind of like looks at him like, why are you reading his blog? Barney's helping a woman pick out a dog who he refers to as Ladybug here. I like the dog names they come up with on the show <laughs> between Tugboat, Ladybug, and then all the ones they do in the doctor at the vet's office. Right. King Larry. And <laughs> King Larry. Bit, uh, tidbit. <laughs> we get a lot of great dog names on this show. They're really good Is at it, this. Tugboat shows up next week, doesn't he? I don't... In the chain of screen? I don't think he does. I think we don't get Tugboat until Marshall works with Artillery Arthur again at a different company. Oh. Which I believe is Barney's company again. Okay. I like how he's going to go buy... Well, first of all, we're supposed to not... There's a big thing about not buying dogs at pet stores anymore, isn't there? I mean, right. there's like sort of a stigma Well, sometimes with it. there's rescues that set up it. Like, a, I've been to Petco before, and like rescues will have a little like outdoor thing with uh, adoptable pets. That's true. You've... You've been the person with the adoptable pet many times, as you just said. I have also, yes. And I've also called you. <laughs> like, there's a really cute puppy. Can we get him? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm always told no. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. I, if something were to happen to me, God forbid. God forbid? I just said God forbid. 
Sorry, that was a bit from Modern Family. Modern Family. I, I really want to see this. I'm going to get dogs and cats, and I really don't think you, you'll end up getting all these things, especially having to take care of them yourself. Um, we have a pretty big life insurance policy. I could probably hire someone to take care of the dogs. <laughs> you really want to burn through that life insurance money, don't you? <laughs> I like how when Barney leaves, he'll get a, a doggy toy for little ladybug. He pulls out a little lint brush and brushes himself oh, off. Oh, did he? I missed that. Yeah, so... That's funny. I, such a good contrast to him being sweet to her. He comes back with a cute little sweater for the dog, and he gets slapped. Now, I'm starting to think at this point, based on what these women are being told, as we find out shortly from now, isn't slapping a bit excessive? I mean, we only know what she told Lily. I don't know, maybe she's telling different people different things. I mean, he's that's true, but I, I feel like we have to assume that she's telling everyone the same thing. It sounds like a... Right, like a rehearsed... Kind of speech. Yeah, so if all she's telling them is that I slept with them, it was the worst decision of my life, all I care about is having sex, you think the women would just be like, get lost. You know, I don't think they're hitting him. Actually, it's not even legal for them to hit him. This is assault, brother. <laughs> um, I mean, she does, doesn't she mention, like, he'll say whatever it takes, don't believe him, so. But so far he hasn't even, well, except for <laughs> pretending to be blind, he hasn't actually done anything <laughs> wrong. I mean, yes, he's taken advantage of women when they're vulnerable, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I mean, maybe a slap's excessive, but it's Barney, so we let it go. And he's so good at getting slapped. <laughs> right. <laughs> his, his physical reaction to it is always just spot on. We go to a museum, and then the gang's guessing. I like how it's <laughs> sort of become a competition. Right. <laughs> Robin gets it right, going blind and trying to soak up all the beauty in the world before the darkness descends. I'm going to shut up Barney. I don't know why the cross-eyed look right. has to go with him going blind. I I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of linkage there that's a symptom or... Or it's Barney just thinking that's what he should look like. He does it pretty well. We get an 83% because that's all the... Right. He only has 83% eyesight. vision left. Although if he, said, if he has 83%, he shouldn't be bumping into people. <laughs> right. And he shouldn't have to feel someone's face. Yeah, I, she's kind of dumb if she falls for this. Now, I'm guessing maybe actually, he's saying he's 80, 83% already blind. Yeah, that's what I... That's oh, what I oh, 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 Even so, <laughs> you can probably still see shapes. You, you said 83% eyesight left. Oh, I said that wrong, sorry. That's okay. He's going to get her some, the woman he meets at the museum, I guess the, the headphones, mm-hmm. which is going to make it hard for him to talk to her. Right. If she's hearing the explanation of the art in the headphones. I've never done that. That actually sounds kind of interesting to do the guided tour with the headphones. Yeah, I never really thought about that. When he comes back with the headphones, he comes up very close to her with his hands in front of him. It looks like he's going to grab her breasts. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, that's 100% what he was going to (laughs) do. I don't think he was going to... Oh, because he was pretending to be blind. Yes. Okay. But I did. It's stupid, but I did like that he like bumped into the guy twice as he was walking the away, guy, like really trying guy, to sell this. Yeah, and the guy had trouble like keeping a straight face <laughs> right. when he did it. <laughs> I don't care for this sequence. Barney says, "Why does this keep happening?" He says, or he he wants to know why this keeps happening because we're at the end of the we're back from the flashback. Lily says, "Maybe you're not as good at a liar as you think you are." And then he says, "Oh, really? Then why am I not in prison for perjury?" But I don't want to talk about work. 
I liked a, it. Uh, I thought that was a very lazy joke. I liked it, especially knowing, you know, eventually when we find out what his job is. But that's true. There's a connection there. But then next night, things got even weirder. We're at the bar. We're doing one of those things where someone answers a question and they go backward, backwards. And right. it's only a little bit funny because she already gave him the answer, Alan Alda. Mm-hmm. It's a little sitcom though. Yeah, it is. And he said no, and then he comes back and he says, it was Alan Alda, in reverse order. Mm-hmm. At any rate, when he gets back, Lily tells him that you're not going to believe what just happened. And then we go back and get the beginning of the question. And when he leaves to go to the bathroom... The woman comes up and sits across from Lily. We only see the back of her head and tells her, hey, word of advice, that guy you were talking to, Barney Stinson, I know he seems charming, but he's just saying whatever it takes to get in your pants. Sleeping with Barney was the biggest mistake of my life. Right, so Barney looks around. He, yeah, the woman's left already. But he, you know, he wants to know who it was. You know, what did she look like? What was her name? She didn't say her name, but she had blonde hair, boobs, kind of trashy. Dead the eyes with an aura of self-loathing and despair? Yeah. That's all of them. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good line. Yeah. So Barney pauses to think through all the women he seduced and abandoned. Okay, so he stops and he tries to imagine who it could be, and we get a little flashy montage of all the women that he's lied to for sex. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... A lot of pictures go flying by. Yeah, I didn't recognize anyone. Now, when I read the trivia later, there were people to recognize in there. There was Madeline Albright, Mm -hmm. who he's already said that he slept with. Mm -hmm. Who who else was there? There was somebody else. I didn't recognize anyone Oh, Rhonda was in it, apparently. Oh, was she? Rhonda the Man Maker. Oh, funny. I also read that on the, when we get to the bracket, Oprah's on there. I read that, too, and I, you know, I meant to look, or to try to, like, pause it or something to see if we get, like, a a full view of the bracket. Because, I mean, think of it was only first names. So maybe it wasn't the Oprah, 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 but Ann Oprah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I have to assume. I, there's just no way Barney slept with Oprah. No. He doesn't have that much game. Yeah, and he'd probably brag about that a lot. So Barney's, Barney's with the gang, and he says, some woman that I slept with and screwed over is trying to ruin my life. God, why is this happening to me? <laughs> very Barney. And then... Comes my least favorite joke of the night. Because you know I hate it when they do this. When they try and turn a stripper's name into a twisted sentence a little bit. You like like this joke. I do like this joke. I like the delivery on it, too. Lily says it's karma. He says, no, it's not karma. She's stripping in Vegas. Plus, we're good. (laughs) I like it. The trivia said that he later dates a stripper named Karma. Mm-hmm. That's Quinn. Is that Quinn's name? Okay, yeah. that's what I figured it meant. I just couldn't remember that it, Quinn went by Karma. Mm-hmm. Ted says, check your list. I'm sure you have a list. Now, I wrote this out, so I have a challenge to you. Okay. Can you name five women we've seen on the show so far that Barney slept with without go, by going through honest means? As in, he didn't trick them into sex. Hmm. And you have one minute. Oh, goodness. Well, I'm going to say Rhonda. Yes. And I think I'm going to say Shannon, too, because I don't yeah, think he tricked her. Yeah, I her. Okay. Um, I guess Abby, too? Well, no, I mean, he did have the hotel room, so. Yeah, he was being devious in that one. Yeah. And he pretended like he didn't know who she was. Right. Okay, no. 
Hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to come up with any other ones. You've got 20 seconds. It's too much pressure. What about Marshall's law professor? I counted her, too. Okay. That's three. Because, like, he started to, but then he backed off of it. You're right, yeah. That's why I counted it. Okay. That's time. Okay. Now, I might have taken more than a minute to think of these. I'm so, sure you did. <laughs> but I, but I, I think I took more than three minutes. But for the sake of the time of this episode, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, he slept with Mandy Moore's friend. Right. There was nothing shady about that one. And Wendy the Waitress. Okay. Yeah. And if it seemed like less than a minute, folks, it's because I cut out some of the in-between <laughs> so you didn't have to sit there for a minute hearing, um, ah. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, that does not make a good podcast. <laughs> so Barney is insulted. He doesn't keep a list. He keeps a scrapbook. Which is just so stupid, but I actually kind of like it. I like how Marshall says, in regards to a list, I have one. It's called my marriage license. <laughs> and, and they, they do their, their sex high fives, as they tend to do. Over the head. Yeah. We keep talking about working on that, although it's not like we're around people anymore. Right. We're only around family, and I don't think they want to hear us making sex jokes. I'm sure they don't. <laughs> but someday we'll be around people again. Now, Ben and Mariah, my brother and his wife, wouldn't care. But with their teenage kids there, that might not be so appropriate. Yeah, I think we can leave family off the list of people we should do this around. <laughs> all right, Barney has the scrapbook of all the women he slept with. He made it at the scrap barn on sec- scrapbook barn on seventh. This, I think, was kind of during the the height of the scrapbooking yeah. phase of the world. I think where so. Where everybody was doing this. Barney's on trend. And like, housewives would host scrapbooking parties. Oh, really? Yeah. As they go through it, Lily's supposed to be looking for the saboteur. She says, I don't know, Barney. I only saw her face. (laughs) This seems horrible, but we do find out that all of them know they're being photographed. So I don't know that I believe him, but it's nice to to think. It at least covers how horrible this would be if they didn't mention that. And so as Lily's going through, she realizes that pretty much everybody that's ever slept with Barney has a reason to hate him. Then Robin victim blames. Oh, I didn't look at it that way, but you're kind of right. I mean, she should have known what she was getting into. Yes. <laughs> Girls are going to do this or that or this and that or this with those and that. I like how the scrapbook lady's name is Heloise. Mm-hmm. She helped him do the decoupage. you know what decoupage is? I, I think it's like say... the, sort of the decoration around the page, I guess. That's what I was thinking. Or the arrangement of it. Maybe we should have looked it up. I like the word, though. Decoupage. <laughs> it's sort of up there with denouement. Okay. So you like French words. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there is a pattern here. Lily is pointing out some of the women. One of them's a minor celebrity. One's a government official. I guess that's probably Madeline Albright. <laughs> right. One appears to be a national fast food chain mascot. Got to be Wendy. Yeah, that's the only one I could think of. What are the other? I, I'm trying to think, are there any, like... Maybe a woman dressed as Lana McDonald. That's interesting. So, yes, I guess it could be a, a male more, mascot. Yeah, there are a lot of female, female mascots. Cause in the costume. If it was one of the women, I mean, you could see them dating someone dressed like the Burger King king, because that's kind of hot. No, that king's freaky. Is he? Yeah, he's super creepy. Oh, I didn't know. I've always kind of had a thing for him. <laughs> I judge you. (laughs) (laughs) There's the clown. There's... Does Arby's have a mascot? Not that I can think of. 
Taco Bell doesn't have a mascot. They it used to have the dog. Chihuahua. Yeah. That's cl- uh, what are the pizza play? Domino's. Well, there's a little Caesars guy. Who else? What are, what are the other mascots? Pizza places. You said. The only little one I can Caesar think of already. is Little Caesars. I don't know that. Who was avo- who was avoid the Noid? <laughs> Which pizza place was that that had the Noid? Was that Pizza, pizza Hut? Hut? Maybe. No, I don't think it was. Or it, was that Little Caesars too? Mm, not sure. Roy Rogers. <laughs> a lot of men still. Yeah. No, I don't know that there's a lot of female fast food mascots. I mean, All there's right. the Starbucks mermaid. Ooh. <laughs> that gets us back to the argument. Would you rather have sex with <laughs> the top half of a mermaid? or No, what was I can't do this again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move on. Barney's trying to figure out how he's going to narrow this down. And that's when they burst into... The top 64 women I've slept with split into four regions. He doesn't break out the regions, but they're, they're listed up on the board by, you know, places, mm-hmm. different parts of the city, the village, the Upper West Side, what have you. Lily thinks this is a horrible idea, absolutely not, and then he pulls out beer and then they're all And in. everybody's game, yeah. And okay. <laughs> this whole thing is just hilarious. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> this is a good se- sequence. And they start off with arguing, and... You know, this this takes on the same pattern of them arguing between the two, each each opponent of one another. Thank God we only have to hear a few of them, but... I would watch a, a whole series of this, to be <laughs> honest with you. Like, I, I find this very entertaining. <laughs> All right, so the first one is 12 Hours to Live Girl or Girl He Fake Proposed To. I mean, it's got to be fake proposed. I, I agree with that. Yeah. They They go with 12 Hours to Live because... She flew them to Paris, but at least she got to go to Paris. Yeah. With girl he fake proposed to, she's getting a wedding planner. Right. It she's clearly wasn't family. just a one night. Like. That sounds worse to me. I disagree yeah. with the gang here. Okay. The girl who thought he was Jorge Posada or you have my dead wife's kidney, which I think I'd really like to see that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Do you know who Jorge Posada is? Um, No. They mentioned the Yankees, so I assume a baseball player. Yeah, he was a catcher for the Yankees. Yeah, we don't get a lot of detail. We, I mean, we got the, you know, she bought Yankins, Yankees. I think we get tickets. enough details. I think wife, this is a tough one. I think wife, wife's kidney is worse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with Marshall here. It's dead wife's kidney. So he somehow got a list of women that got kidney transplants. Or he went to the hospital. I mean, that alone is pretty rough, is that he's getting that information. He's somehow breaking into some system where he's getting information on women that got kidney transplants. Could he have overheard something? Or... I don't know that we have to assume he is violating <laughs> medical records. You might be right, but I'm just thinking of the possibilities. Right. They agree, dead wife's kidney. We get lost at sea or fake baby. We just don't have enough information yeah. on this one. <laughs> but Ted's very adamant. I was there. Trust me. It's fake baby. And they all just accept it. <laughs> the, I guess the rest of them weren't there. I guess not. What would you guess lost at sea is? Um, Do you Barney th- was lost at sea and now he's finally back on dry land and he wants to celebrate being I'm, alive. I'm thinking he rented a boat and a captain and took a woman out on a boat and then they pretend to be lost at sea. Oh, 
Okay. That sounds worse, doesn't it? Like, we may never oh. find land again. We might as well. <laughs> okay. And I then, don't know what fake baby Yeah, what you, let's try and figure out fake baby. <laughs> I mean, could it be sort of a... Like he's pretending to be a single about father. About a boy situation, yeah, where he's pretending to be a, a dad. Because that, was that wasn't about a boy. They could have stole that from about a boy. Did he pretend to be a dad in a Yeah, he pretended to be a dad. I thought he just, like, made friends with his neighbor kid. Yeah, but that all began because he was going to a single mother's group to meet women. Okay. Because he dated a single mom at one point, and he kind of liked it. And so he started to go to a group and pretended that he had a baby. Okay. I don't remember that part. Um, Yeah, that would be my guess, that he pretended... I can picture Barney with, like, a stroller and a doll. That's probably more likely the case. He's going to the park. Although, I feel like they tend to want to... Both could work at the same time, so yeah. So if those are the stories, which one is worse? Lost at sea. Yeah. I don't know why that's worse. It just seems worse. that their life is in danger, I feel like that's worse. Yeah, that's, that's the bigger gaslighting. Of the two. Okay. They're down to the Sweet 16. And they're, they're starting to get real emotional in their fight for which answer is correct. <laughs> they're really involved in this emotionally. So the next one is the girl who thought he owned Google or the girl who thought he was a scuba instructor. Now, neither of them sound that bad compared to what we've already heard. Okay. So... I can't think of what could have happened with the girl that thought he owned Google, but we know the girl that thought he was a scuba instructor got the bends, which means that maybe he saw a hottie signing up for a scuba class somewhere, and he said, hey, I could instruct you. I'm an instructor. Mm-hmm. And then takes her out, but totally doesn't know how to teach mm-hmm. her. And she gets the bends by coming up too fast. Yeah. He gives a horrible, yeah, she did, joke. And I and love Marshall's yeah, response. Because <laughs> that's what I'm him. thinking after he says it. It's like, oh, that's too easy. Boo. <laughs> Boos him and thumbs down. <laughs> now, is this the same scuba suit that he uses in the playbook? I mean, it has to be. How many <laughs> scuba suits do you think Barney has? But what's, what's the worst thing that could have happened with a girl who thought I owned Google? Yeah, it can't be that bad. It just seems like a run-of-the-mill... Barney lie without any real (laughs) negative life implications. Okay, then we get evil twin versus Prince of Norway. Mm, That's a hard one. I don't know. I like Prince of Norway. I think it's only hard because with evil twin, how dumb is she? And (laughs) why was that a a turn on? And uh, I'm not sure, you know, how that was... how bringing an evil twin into your story and relationship helps you get laid twice. It's unclear. I, I think, not to victim blame, but this woman was asking for it, if she was hot for an evil twin. Maybe the evil twin was evil and tricked her. Well, yeah, clearly. And that's why but she's so mad. So maybe she wasn't willingly falling for the evil twin. <laughs> Barney and Larney. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not even sure how Prince of Norway could be bad. I mean, you think you're going to be a princess? Okay. I can see it. I think Prince of Norway is worse, just because I feel like you're not as much of a dope for falling for that one. 
Yeah. Does anybody really know the Norwegian royal is there, family? Is there even a prince of Norway? Right. I didn't look that up. Barney argues Evil 20 did sleep with that girl twice. It's Barney and Larney. We're down to the final four, and then we get your some of your favorite parts of this episode. <laughs> right. Lily finally is starting to question, is that the blackboard from my classroom? And then, yeah, everyone's running out of emotional energy here. Marshall's tired and sad. Ted just wants to call his mom. <laughs> Tell her I love her. So Barney gives in. This is as far as we're going to get. We're down to the final four. He's going to take Lily around town to see Meg, Anna, Kate, and Holly to have her identify which one of them approached her. This is such a long shot. Yes. This was (laughs) just because he did the worst things to these women doesn't mean one of them's the one that's going to be. It's just, it's not very scientific. Yeah. Well, and as we learn, you know, we don't learn in this episode, but we learn in a future episode who the person is and that it was (laughs) not a big deal at all what he did to that person. Right. She's just a little more sensitive and a little more immature mentally. So, But makes for a great episode, so I'm not going to nitpick too much. Although she was the one that suggested to him that they sleep with each other. Yeah. Even though that's where he was going with it. But you're right. That that goes to your point. Right. Very unlikely that it was going to be her. (laughs) Then Lily finally, you guys stole my blackboard. (laughs) I don't know how she finally got there. I don't know. Funny, We're in the street. They're starting with Meg. And Meg is the one that he, in Doa Satripla, mm-hmm. which is, as you remember, my number one episode of How I Met Your Mother, told her that he loves her. Number one of all time? Did I forget that already? Yeah. Oh, Ranked okay. number one. I forgot already. You made me, my heart skipped to be like, did I, was I not supposed to say that? No, but I forgot. No, no, we, I thought you were going to say season three. Somehow no. I forgot that we already got to number one. Yeah. He took her to the apartment that Marshall and Lily ended up buying. Right, and then essentially abandoned her, abandoned her there, and <laughs> come to find out she got arrested, bit a cop, and was in jail for eight days. A lot of that's on her. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not no, wrong. No, not the, the biting the cop part. Yeah, she the, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Barney's plan is to hide while... <laughs> right, Lily just looks and sees and will tell him. And Lily has different plans. Lily needs her to, or needs Barney to, to actually talk to the women and apologize. We also find out that she's planning to make a scrapbook out of all of this. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know if she's decided that yet because we don't get any pictures with this scene, I don't think. As Barney's trying to convince Lily that he, he shouldn't be seen, Lily says, okay, here's what we're going to do. Hey, Meg, over here. Look who it is, your old friend Barney. And then uh, another joke I don't care for and, and somewhat sitcom-y. If she kills me, I want you to go to my apartment, grab the metal briefcase from under my bed, and throw it in the East River. Right. Yeah, I could leave that one. Kind of lazy and Barney says we need to talk when Meg approaches. <laughs> she says, it's all my fault. <laughs> he goes, I know it was, baby. <laughs> right. She thinks she just came on too strong, and I love you. He says, I forgive you. I love you. He goes right back to it. She starts making out with him. Oh, yeah, Lily breaks it up. Oh, poor Meg. I know. This this woman should not be out amongst other no. humans. She needs no. help. Right. So Lily tells him, you know, it's not it's not her, but What's you What's the matter with you? <laughs> Get off of him. 
I like how she's, yeah, you still hold her in a paw. He turns around he's darted off yeah. the other way. That's a really good scene. <laughs> okay, next we're in a restaurant to see Anna. I didn't like this scene as much. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, do you remember what episode she's from? Like, yeah, Ted Mosby, the architect. Oh, it was actually Ted Mosby, the architect. Yeah. Okay. Man, that guy's a visionary. <laughs> right, so this is the woman that slept with Barney as he was pretending to be Ted. Which didn't sound so bad until we found out there was a computer with a webcam and a T1 line. Yeah. yeah so that, bad. yeah, that's pretty bad. And it was bad enough he left that ghost note. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I, I, I remember that being my favorite part of that episode. <laughs> and apparently, I didn't actually go on it. I kept, I meant to, didn't I? I did. You did? It's exist. still there? Yeah. So the website's still there. Um, there's Ted a, Mosby's a jerk.com. There's a picture of the note. There's a link that says, like, Ted Mosby's a porn star now with, like, a couple of the covers of the fake porn movies. Ah. Yeah, I was surprised it was still up, but it is. <laughs> this is where we find out that Louie's making a scrapbook, because mm-hmm. Barney says, you're enjoying this, aren't you? <laughs> She's taking a picture. I'm making a scrapbook. So Anna gives it to him in front of everybody. And once he realizes that, oh yeah, this is the one that thinks I'm Ted, he fully leans into this and announces to the restaurant that everyone should go to tedmosbyisajerk.com and no one should ever date him. Yeah. Doesn't seem to, it's apparently got 400,000 hits. Doesn't seem to affect his dating life at all. Right. So there's really no <laughs> payoff for no that. No real fallout for real Ted. Next, we're going to go see Kate. And Kate's the one who fell for the evil twin. And <laughs> she just lunges at him. Larney, die! <laughs> Billy takes a pictures. photo. <laughs> Billy goes, smile. He's like, you look good. Have you lost weight? I don't like that. Next, finally, we're with Holly. Now, we've never heard of these last two. <clears throat> right. Kate and Holly. Those weren't on any episodes. But I do agree, Holly's is probably the worst. Yeah, it's really bad. I mean, the T1 line and web recording, that's bad. I mean, but I wonder if there's any sort of connection between that and Allison Hannigan and being in American Pie. It was in American hmm. Pie. Yeah, possibly. Because that's essentially what happened there, although right. the character didn't mean for it to be shot. Although he wanted, he did it for his friends. Right. No, he did it for himself and his friends to watch her change, not have sex. Not better, but I'm just saying. Still bad. Yeah, yes. still bad. Um, but, but this this was bad and funny because of how bad it was in a way. They're out camping at night, and Holly's coming out of the tent because she hears she thinks someone's stealing her truck. Turns out it's just Barney leaving her, and then she hears the hiss of some large wildcat, probably a bobcat, being the East Coast. Well, she survived somehow. In Barney's defense, she was kind of annoying. <laughs> so she comes out. She says, you know, she sees him, says, Mark, come over here. Turns out this guy, Mark, is her fiancé. Mark looks angry at first, kind of fooling us to think that there's going to be some fisticuffs or something. Mm-hmm. But no, they're all very happy to see Barney. Happy it happened. It taught her a lesson. It made her open to a nice guy like Mark. And Lily's getting very annoyed at this. She says, so you're not mad at Barney? Don't want an apology? An admission of guilt? Your truck back? I love that last line, your truck right. back. That was almost my favorite thing from this episode. <laughs> that he still has her truck somewhere. I mean, he definitely ditched that truck. He's not 
hiding it somewhere. We're going to get later to what I think is actually the worst thing he's ever done to anybody. But we don't hear who it is or if she was on the list. Right. We'll, we'll get there. Oh, you mean? They're sitting around the dinner table. And Barney says, well, then, to the last 4th of July, he sort of, sort of toasts. The last 4th of July weekend, I'll be getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. And then Mark figures out that they were already dating. You know, Which I don't understand how he wouldn't have known this already. If her truck is missing, she's stranded in the woods. She'll say it got stolen. Got, got a friend to come get her somehow. Maybe she had her cell phone on her and was able to get someone Maybe. to come out and get her. So I, I could see that, but if they're engaged, I don't, I don't think Mark should throw in the towel. It seems like she's changed legitimately. And, right. And if they had just started dating, right. there's some wiggle room. Lily says, when they're back at the apartment, we ruined their lives, and the worst part is that you didn't apologize to any of those women. Barney thinks the worst part is they didn't find who the woman was. And then Robin, brilliantly... <laughs> right. Robin, with the common sense of the episode... Says, let her come to you. She's looking for you. Let her come to you. Okay, so Barney, Robin's setting up the whole sting here. Yeah, Robin uh, wants to be the girl that he's going to hit on. Ted points out, what? <laughs> There's a lot, that's a lot writing on a girl who giggles when she lies. Now, this isn't canon, because we've seen Robin lie and not giggle. Mm-hmm. But it, it still works for this yeah, episode, so that's fine. very funny. <laughs> Yeah, sir, if she's ever fallen asleep while eating ribs. That sounds like something you would do. <laughs> I would never fall asleep eating ribs. Ribs are too delicious. Robin's like, no. And then she Giggles. has a high pitch giggle. Awkward giggle. Right, so their plan is that Lily will go over by the jukes box <laughs> and not draw any attention to herself. And then her and dancing. Wait, she starts dancing. <laughs> it's so good. And it lasts throughout the whole scene. Every time they cut by her, she's still doing it. I mean, this really does. This this really does rival, in my opinion, Elaine's dancing on Seinfeld. Oh yeah, that's what I thought of too. (laughs) I I think I remember the first time seeing this. Just I couldn't open my eyes. I was laughing so hard. Right, so funny. And so yeah, Ted Marshall and Barney will just be in a booth, and Robin will come into the bar. Barney will go hit on her, and then yeah, the girl will appear. Marshall has a lot of trouble with just acting like a human. <laughs> right. Talking. We should be talking. Words. Here are words. Why is this so hard? Laughter. <laughs> Robin says she'll come in looking hot as hell, and she does. Mm-hmm. Gets hit on by a guy, shoots him away. It's like, but come back later. I don't think he's coming back. He doesn't seem very, very pleased with this. Barney comes up to hit on Robin. And she immediately, fine, Barney. I mean, stranger. Just <laughs> giggles. <laughs> Robin tells Barney to get her hand off his thigh, but then wants to know, what is it that you tell these girls to get them to come home with you? And he whispers in her ear. And she seems a little turned on, and he points it out, and she says, no, and then starts giggles. to giggle with her telltale giggle. Mm-hmm. Funny. So Jesse goes to move to the bathroom because she sees someone looking at them. Barney goes to the bathroom. Ted points out that there's a blonde girl heading to Robin. And Marshall's still struggling with... <laughs> what do I do with my hands? I was in a... I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but I was in a commercial where I was just an extra at a table in a restaurant. What? I don't think you have mentioned this. Oh. It was a long time ago. I was in my early 20s. And there was a guy that I worked with at my job who had a, on the side, as a side business, a production company. 
that he was trying to get off the ground. And he got hired by some nonprofit that was helping to fight against anorexia or bulimia, I think. And one of the girls that worked in our office looked like a model. I don't think, I think she might have been a model in her younger years. Like, because she was in her around 30, so I think she might have been a model at one point. So we got her to be the, the star of the commercial and a couple other girls who were local actresses to be with her. And then I was at a, another table with a bunch of, like, three other people I don't know. And I'm like, what are we supposed to be doing while, how, <laughs> how like, can we talk to each other? Or he's like, no, you can't make sound. So then he taught us the whole peas and carrots and rutabaga, rutabaga. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing that and... We were trying to, like, pretend to have a conversation, and yeah, I'm sure it wasn't good. I never actually saw the commercial at the end of the day. But. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's on YouTube somewhere. But I did have that same reaction of, <laughs> what, do, what I do, do I do when I'm not actually, like, if I could talk, that'd be fine. So uh, the blonde woman goes up to Robin and starts talking to her, and Barney is in shock. He has no idea who she is. I like Marshall's, not even on the bracket. Cinderella's story <laughs> right. comes out of nowhere to win the whole thing. That'll warm your heart. And Barney is just, Barney's stunned. And so he immediately, you know, goes up and apologizes to her. Doesn't know. think he's ever done anything this bad, and he's pretty sure he sold a woman. He didn't speak the language, but he shook a guy's hand, he gave me the keys to a Mercedes, and I left her there. Now that is probably the worst thing he's ever done to anybody. That has to be the worst thing, yes. Where was she? I mean, I guess she's wherever, so he wasn't worried about her. <laughs> She's still on addicted to drugs, floating around a, no, too another dark. country. Yeah, that's dark. After he's done making this speech of apology to this woman, Lily's proud, but that's not her. She, it turns out she's just a friend of Robin's from work. And Barney apologized for nothing. But Lily's satisfied. This is a great way to end her scrapbook. Now, should Lily really end the scrapbook here? Doesn't Lily hold hold out some hope that we're going to find out who the person actually is. Yeah, except for that wasn't the purpose of her scrapbook. The, the purpose of her scrapbook was to capture Barney going around on an apology okay. tour. Now, it's not great because he didn't really apologize to the women, right. but at least in this one it was an apology, and she has pictures of women attacking Barney. <laughs> and we get this one shining moment feels like a very 80s at the end of a sitcom. At the So did you read what this actually is? It's like from NCAA basketball. Right. Like the it's montage of the The music winners. that they've used. I think that since 1987 they've used this music during March Madness. Well, it was right on the 80s front. But it, to mm-hmm. me, not knowing that fact, although I did read it later, it just really does sound like something they would play at the end of a Wonder Years or something like that. Yeah. I, liked, I actually like this music. We cut to the final scene and... For those people who don't know about the TV show Doogie Howser, and I think most people do, at least 83% of our listeners probably do. <laughs> I bet the, 83% of our listeners don't. It's the TV show that Neil Patrick Harris was on when he was a teenager, and he played a teenage doctor who had just graduated med school. Or maybe he was in his last years of med school, but he was already making rounds and stuff, so I feel like he was, you know... Um, what's that first level after law? Uh, med school? An intern. I feel like he was an intern. And at the end of every episode, there was a lesson learned that he learned for the episode, and he'd be sitting there typing it exactly like this on his computer. <laughs> so this was 
almost you know sound by sound, move by move, imitating. The yeah, I mean you have blue screen. yeah the blue screen, the blinking cursor mm-hmm. as it's waiting for you to start typing again. The music was the exact same music that they would use at, while he was doing his journaling at the end of the episode. And the little time where he stops and pauses to think and then come, like agrees with his thought and then keeps typing. He would always do that. Oh, funny. So it was really good reenactment of that. And, and then we get sort of a soft final moment of a woman telling him to come to bed because he's got a space mission <laughs> right. to stop an asteroid or something the next day. I do like that he ended his blog post with, I'm awesome. No, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Where do you think I rank this? 15. Ooh, good. 19. All right. So pretty good. Right behind brunch. Okay. And my favorite joke or sequence in this matter was Lily's dancing. (laughs) That was just the best part of the show by far for me. That was a great one. I'm going to have to go with just the, the ongoing arguing between, you know, who should be where on the bracket. Was there a favorite argument amongst those? I did like Ted's, I was there, it's a fake baby. Yeah, that was well delivered. <laughs> Least favorite? I think um, I already named mine with the karma thing. I, I was initially going to go with, the, like, I didn't love the big board, big luck sequence. It's not really a joke, so I don't know. Okay, I could see that. Next week we have Chain of Screaming. Yay, we meet Artillery Arthur. Bob Odenkirk. For the first time. It's not... It's not... It, it's sort of a come down from these last two episodes, but getting Bob Odenkirk in yeah. this and his character, and there's some really good moments. There's the sequences of everyone explaining how they would go in and... <laughs> right. Talk their way through <laughs> this with, their, with his boss that he doesn't want to be screamed at anymore. I don't like the him and Barney stuff and yelling at the waiter... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part's rough. I don't think we had anybody write in to us or leave a review this week, so we can just go into the where can people find us and reach us. All right. If you would like to send us some feedback, if you want to give your input on where the women should have fallen on the bracket, you can reach out to us at runklerecaps at gmail.com, um, on Twitter at runklerecaps, and on Instagram, underscore how I met your podcast, underscore. All right, thanks for listening, folks, and we'll see you next week with Chain of Screaming. Bye, everybody.